0: What's this? What's this? It's super fragileistic, expialidocious. What is this? A whole new world. What is this? Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I am your host Ryan, and today I will be starting what I would hope, what I think, will be. for for the foreseeable future, the format for my statistics episodes. So I've essentially decided to break these episodes down into two sections. The first section will be me kind of narrating as I go about entering a movie into the spreadsheet from the beginning till it's finished. And so today's episode will focus on keeping up with the Joneses, Generally, I will only be doing this for either recent movies or movies that um, aren't recent but have a much greater impact on the spreadsheet as a whole. So, for example, um, the movie before this that I put into the spreadsheet was The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which, while a somewhat recognizable name, does not have much of a bearing on the spreadsheet as a whole because... There was one actor in it that had already been on my spreadsheet. Every other actor in it, this was the first movie I'd seen them in. It's the first time for this director, first time for any of the writers involved. So it has a lot, and you know, only the second film that I've seen from 1920. So Keeping Up With the Joneses, much more noticeable names, especially for people who are still alive today. And um, that's kind of where we're going to be at going forward. The second part, which I don't believe I will do today, simply for time's sake, is will just be me kind of picking some random aspect of the spreadsheet in general, which could be anything from analyzing a particular year, to a particular actor, to a director, to a writer, uh, to top 10 lists, to genres anything like that and just kind of poking at that idea for 10 to 15 minutes and seeing what comes out of it Um, so without any further ado let us look at keeping up with the joneses now if you listen to my review podcast you know that i already gave this movie a rating of 11 out of 100 which would put it solidly between Jack Reacher never go back, which has a sixteen, and enter the battlefield colon life on the magic colon the gathering Pro Tour, which has a nine. Uh, as far as films that came out in 2016 go, and that is a pretty low rating. I must say it's 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 not that it's difficult to get a low rating like that, but it's it's not. I mean, obviously it's not a desirable number, so putting this in, you've got the title, how many times I've seen it, once, today, the date that I saw it was yesterday, which was the 24th of October, it was approximately 112 minutes long, came out this year, and now we need to put in a one-sentence summary uh, for every movie that I watch, that sometimes looks identical to the IMDb summary which I'm going to the IMDb page right now. Um, and as well, I'll also need the Rotten Tomatoes score. So it's got a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, when I first started the spreadsheet my, my average rating was a little bit higher than the Rotten Tomatoes score it has since dropped considerably and I now rate things about six points lower than Rotten Tomatoes does and this kind of falls right in line with that as I'm eight points below Rotten Tomatoes. I don't obviously I'm aware that Rotten Tomatoes is not quite the same rating scale that I use so it's net it what it is um, But I use Rotten Tomatoes as more of a tie-breaking category in my spreadsheet. And uh, 19 is pretty low. All right, summary. IMDb's summary is a suburban couple becomes embroiled in an international espionage plot when they discover that their seemingly perfect new neighbors are government spies. That's a little bit long for me. And so, let's see, I'm thinking something more along the lines of... When a new couple moves in next door. mm, I was going to say chaos ensues, but that doesn't really describe anything. When a new couple moves in next door. Another couple's. Ugh, the wording is not great. Another couple's. Lives get turned inside out. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. And as far as I'm concerned, the worse the movie is, the less deserving it is of a great summary. So awesome. So that takes care of the initial page uh, where it just has all the film data. The next page that we go to is the directors. So this movie was directed by Greg Matala, Matala, Matala. Um, let me see, I don't think he's on the spreadsheet. Oh, he is, awesome. So he has also directed Adventureland uh, and Paul, which I've seen both of those. He may have directed more than that, but I don't have that data in here yet. Uh, As you will soon find out, my director's and writer's pages are woefully underfilled in. But those are two solidly good, borderline great movies. Um, I liked Adventureland more of the two. And Currently, Greg Modala sits at a solid 463rd in the director's rankings out of 1,605 directors. And when we add in the rating of Keeping Up With the Joneses, he drops down to 995th. And then when we add in the value of that movie, he drops down to 1,027th. His score falls, oh man, from 83 to 58.67. Keeping up with capital U. Up with the Joneses. Awesome. Format that. Great. Directors are done. What about the writers? This one, this movie was written by Michael Lassier. Lassier. Nope, he is not on this list. So I will add him in. L-E-S-I-E-U-R. As his only movie, he debuts on the spreadsheet at a paltry 2,614th out of 2,712 writers. So, not too great. I don't know if he's written anything else than Jones is. I... You know, clearly nothing of too much note. I'll just double check. Going forward. Um... Oh, he wrote, let's see, Yumi and Dupree, which I have seen. That information is not in the spreadsheet. As for writers yet, though. He's a writer on this show, Glory Days, which I haven't seen. And he's announced as the writer of the How Stole Christmas screenplay coming out in 2018. That'll be interesting. Maybe. Awesome. So, writer and director generally are the easiest things to put in and then you get to the actor page and things get a little bit more uh, complicated. Okay. So, Firstly, because there's many, usually more actors to put work with than directors and actor and uh, writers. Um, so we'll go down the list. Damn this computer. Sorry if there's I'm going to try and cut out this background noise and it may or may not be successful. Uh, So let's start with Galifianakis. Alright, Zach Galifianakis, currently 1,958th overall, with a score of 64.11. Which is actually decent, considering how many bad movies he's been in. Um, Masterminds is actually his lowest rated movie ever, but keeping up with the Joneses, is a little bit better than that as he has three movies worse than Keeping Up with the Joneses. Uh, His average of a movie rating drops a little bit from this. It adds another awful movie value to him, dropping him two more points down to 59.89. And ultimately, slots in between Are You Here? Which I gave it 24 to and The Hangover Part Three, which got a nine. So overall, a drop of 225 spots for Zach Galifianakis for his 19th movie that I've seen. Next, we have Isla Fisher. Uh, Those are gonna be a little harder to find. There it is. This is the 15th movie I've seen and only her second awful movie. She is considerably... She is significantly above Galifianakis and will ultimately end up with a score of 66.93, with her only worst movie being Confessions of a Shopaholic. Yep, I'd say that's correct. Keeping up with the Jones. She hasn't been in as quite as many great movies as Galifianakis has, uh, but I think no. I mean that's fair. So she she drops slightly more. She drops two hundred and eighty spots or so to seventeen ninety six, and this is this is not a good move for anybody and none of these actors are really very high up on the list anyway so it's not killing them killing them to have been in this movie but john ham gets this is this is his new worst movie his previous worst movie was the 10 which i don't even remember by the title of it alone but i gave it a 13 keeping up with the joneses slots in with an 11 to be his worst movie of the 13 that i've seen him in and I think... I do think that his best days are ahead of him. You know, he was decent in Bridesmaids. Um, and, and But most of the good movies that he's been in... Uh, Seven Days in Hell, The Town, Kissing Jessica Stein... He doesn't really have a significant role. He's not the leading man in any of these movies. So, I do think... I do think he's a good actor. So it's just a matter of someone finding the right fit for him as it is. And like this movie was a decent fit for him, all things considered, but you know, he's supporting to Galifianakis and as comedic as he can be, I don't think his best roles are in a straight comedy movie, even an action comedy. I think he's more suited to more of a drama role myself um, yeah so he drops about almost about 300 spots to 2,152 you know obviously the fewer movies you have the bigger influence ever a single bad movie is going to be and we need not look any further for that than Gal Gadot who has been in only six movies prior with her best movie being Fast and Furious 6, um, from my point of view, which isn't a great movie anyway. It's good. I gave it a 64. She, This is her new worst movie, and it will drop her just under 200 spots to 2,949. She is very low on this list. I really hope that the future DC movies can try and bring her up. But I I don't know. I don't don't think it's going to happen. I'm holding out hope, but I really don't think it's going to happen. So those are the four primary characters in the movie. Um, But again, spoilers if you haven't seen this movie, because there are characters in here that you may not realize are in here. For example, the ultimate villain, Patton Oswalt. This is the 13th movie I've seen him in. Also happens to be his worst movie. (laughs) Noticing a pattern. Um, Keeping up with the Joneses. It's already starting to fill it in for me automatically. He will drop 300 spots to 2,134th. We've got Matt Walsh his 16th movie, not his worst movie. He's been in, what is that? uh, Movie 43, which I gave a 10 to. And a 10 might even be generous. Uh, So he drops to just short of 2,200, which seems to be a recurring theme. You know, none of these actors were rated above 1,500 prior to this movie. Um, let's see. Ming Zhao is not on the list yet. I don't... Is her name actually Jonah Zhao? Oh, she's in spider- She's going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. And a movie with... Is that Chris Evans? Called Gifted. It is Chris Evans. Um, so, if I do happen to see her again, I can always... Put her in later. I generally avoid putting adding people in on their first movie, uh, with unless they're recognizable outside of film. Uh, so if I just look here really quick, someone with one movie might be. not going well like like rose leslie who is primarily a television actress um known on game of thrones or someone like chyler lay who is also a television actress from game of thrones or not well not from game of thrones she's on Grey's anatomy and supergirl Uh, or if their single movie is an oscar nominated performance like klaus maria brander who is nominated for, I believe, supporting actor in Out of Africa. Uh, So, you know, uh, for a movie like this that's awful, despite the fact that I know I'm going to be seeing her in more movies, I will wait until I see those movies to add her to the list. Um, Let's see. Mary Beth. I don't know that she's on this list. She's not. Who's that? Mary Beth Monroe, who plays... The wife of Matt Walsh. This would be the first movie I'd see her in, so that's not going on there. Kevin Dunn, however, is on here. Griffin Dunn, Nora Dunn, Kevin Dunn. This is his 19th film. He's been in two films with a lower score than a, than Keeping Up with the Joneses. Those are The Bonfire of the Vanities, a Tom Hanks vehicle, and the remake of All the King's Men so he is again in the 2400 range so not a great cast all things considered and that's another thing that kind of helps me um, rationalize and and categorize these movies you know because if this movie, Jonah Zhao is a different character than I don't know. Um, you know, it helps me kind of recognize well, you know, maybe if this movie had had, I don't know, Cape Blanchett and Tilda Swinton and Tom Wilkinson or Alan Rickman, uh, who's passed, rest in peace. You know, maybe if it had a higher quality of acting power in it, it could have done better. Who knows? but this is showing me that it actually had a pretty weak uh, amount of acting power. So actors done. I will now resort the page and then we'll move on to the genre page where we put in the title again, keeping up with the Joneses. And then each movie's rating appears after putting in the title and year just in case there are movies with the same title that came out separately, i.e. 101 Dalmatians or Robin Hood or generally just remakes as well. And what does IMDb? So IMDb considers this an action comedy. Letterboxd considers it just a comedy. And I've, I'm kind of... Tending to agree, although there is one pretty significant car chase scene, so I think I do have to give it the action label. But it does not satisfy any of the other categories. It does pass the Bechdel test um, for Gal Gadot and Isla Fisher's conversation during in the changing room, which is some at some point not about a male, and it is rated PG-13. Uh, stop, 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 okay, Um, PG-13, doesn't make the IMDB top 250, does not come close to my top 100, and so it definitely drops both the action and comedy genre categories, not terribly substantially because there are so many that I've seen, but just a little bit, and then the Academy Awards page, I can't possibly imagine that this gets nominated for anything, but it is on the page nonetheless, because every movie is on this page. It does not, it isn't a best picture in any category. Um, So these are broken down into each year with one category being Oscar related and the other category being personally related. So if we look at this year, we don't have a best picture yet, but my personal best picture so far is Zootopia the 96. Um, It also happens to be my personal best animated picture, which we also don't have for Oscars yet. Um, There's also the documentary category, which currently goes to 13th. Ava DuVernay's Netflix documentary, which has an 85 from me. And then there's the foreign language films, which I gave, which currently goes to The Innocents, which I gave an 82. And so once the Academy Awards happen in this, in a few months. These will get filled in to see if there's something better. And uh, as it's a new release, it's not gonna be on my want to see page, and it's awful and new, so it's not gonna be on the page of the Cine realists top 200 categories. It was not part of a series, so it doesn't get, it doesn't get added into that page either. And uh, it is my 101st film that I've seen in 2016, or that came out in 2016 that I've seen. And uh, it was the 38th film that was rated PG-13, and that's the highest category. Uh, I've seen 35 R-rated movies, 38 PG-13 movies this year it is the 29th action genre movie and the 51st comedy so comedy is the most prolific followed by drama at 34 and then action and adventure cop movies both have a 29 right now and so that's kind of how i imagined it's going to go and you know it's pretty straightforward And you may not find it interesting. That's why I've separated this type of episode from everything else because I imagine that this will be the least interesting type of episodes that I do. I find it incredibly interesting if I were doing a second part of this episode and going into some random aspect. You know, I know what that's going to be the first time I do it and it's just going to be me looking at The movies that I've given a 100 out of 100 for to and just seeing their those movies and their impacts on the way I look at cinema and film as a whole, Um, and that's that's it. That's where we're at. So uh, thank you all for listening, and you can. If you're looking for more episodes, go to my website at circleoffilm.com or find me on whatever your podcast listening application is of choice. Uh, You can email me at circleoffilm at gmail.com or comment on any of my reviews on Letterboxd at letterboxd.com slash stranger s-t-r-a-n-g-a-h uh, thank you again and have a week